Are you getting frustrated with what to feed a teenager who's always hungry? Everybody knows that teenagers have a huge appetite. It seems like you need to feed them constantly to satisfy their hunger. It's even more difficult where teenagers who struggle with their weight truly want to make changes, like cut down on junk food or stop overeating, and they can't. There's frustration, isolation, stress, and that's why I decided to create a recipe collection of 30 easy and healthy meals for teenagers. They're all high in protein to satisfy your teenager's hunger, and they can all be ready in less than 30 minutes. If you want to grab a free copy, go to lifestyle4teens.com forward slash recipes. Are you getting frustrated with what to feed a teenager who's always hungry? Everybody knows that teenagers have a huge appetite. It seems like you need to feed them constantly to satisfy their hunger. It's even more difficult where teenagers who struggle with their weight truly want to make changes, like cut down on junk food or stop overeating, and they can't. There's frustration, isolation, stress, and that's why I decided to create a recipe collection of 30 easy and healthy meals for teenagers. They're all high in protein to satisfy your teenager's hunger, and they can all be ready in less than 30 minutes. If you want to grab a free copy, go to lifestyle4teens.com forward slash recipes. This is the Lifestyle and Weight Loss for Teens podcast. If you're a mom and want to help your child who is struggling to lose weight, you are in the right place. If you are looking for healthy lifestyle tips, Dr. Gorgory is here to help you understand the science around safe weight loss in teens and children. Because what works for adult weight loss is not always the best for children. This podcast is for educational purposes only. Dr. Gorgory does not provide medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems without consulting your own medical practitioner. And now, your host, Dr. Jenny Gorgory. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Lifestyle and Weight Loss for Teens podcast. This is Dr. Gurgari, and today I'm going to be presenting an interesting article that talks about the effects of acute caffeine administration on adolescents. This is also the title of the manuscript that I will be presenting today. It was done by Laura Briatico and a team of researchers at the University of Buffalo. This research was published in Experimental and Clinical Psychopharmacology Journal in 2010. So let's get into that. So we all know, or most of us have experienced, that when we drink coffee, and which is the main source of caffeine, we get an urge, we get this rush, we get this let's go, we all are looking for in the morning, right? So one reason we all got caffeine is because we are looking to get this adrenergic stimulation. So we know that teenagers also get the same stimulation. However, what was not very well known is what is the effect of the different consumption levels of caffeine 
on these adrenergic cells and increases in the blood pressure. And also, we didn't know why teenagers tend to consume caffeine and whether that can actually affect the choice they make for snacks after they consume caffeine. So in order to answer these questions, researchers did the following experiment. They asked teenagers to come to the lab and they gave them to drink Sprite juice or lemonade. They asked them, which one do you like the most? And then they teenagers chose their favorite drink. And then before they give to them, they added extra caffeine or they added nothing. Like basically we call this like a placebo. So then they, after this, after they asked them to have the drink, then they told them to choose what they would like to eat and rate their how much they like the different snacks. And they told them you can eat as much as you want from what you're going to have. And because if you don't eat it, we're going to throw it away. So they had different options to select from. Uh, they could select to have Skittles and Smarties, potato chips and Doritos, MMs and tweets. So they had like different options that they were high sugar, low fat options, low sugar, high fat options, and high sugar, high fat options. So by doing that, they wanted to look whether the what they selected to eat after they had the drink with the caffeine was related to the amount of the caffeine that they had. And they did that both in boys and girls. They also asked them to fill up a questionnaire where they wrote down what food they had in the last 24 hours and what kind of exercise they had. And they also asked them another questionnaire to just select how frequently in the fat, uh, in the past week they had consumed certain foods. And they also asked them a questionnaire about their regular caffeine use, where they actually asked them how much frequently they had different types of beverages and as particularly caffeinated beverages. And they wanted to see how much and how frequently they had those drinks. So let's see what they found out. First of all, let me just say that in general, in this particular study, the total number of participants were 28 males and 26 females that they were between the ages of 12 and 17 years old. So not a very big study, but I would say a good size study. So from these teenagers, they had nine boys that they were low consumers of caffeine and 17 boys that were high consumers of caffeine and 26 girls that were, and of those 17 had, were low consumers and nine of them were high consumers. The way they used to classify every child, whether they were high consumer or low consumer, was based on their responses from the caffeine questionnaire and basically what they reported that they were drinking and how much they were drinking it. So for the boys, the average caffeine on the high caffeine consumer group was 145 milligrams per day. And on in girls, the high consumers had an average of 108 milligrams of caffeine every day. What the researchers found was that the 
source of caffeine for the majority of the participants was soda, not coffee, right? Isn't that surprising? I know for adults, the main source of caffeine is coffee, but for teenagers is soda. And let me just make a small pause here, if this is a surprising finding to you, to just tell you that the average caffeine that is included in soda is 40 milligrams per 12 ounces. In coffee, it's approximately 100 milligrams per 5 ounces. Tea has 40 milligrams per 5 ounces. Chocolate only has 10 milligrams per ounce. And really, the highest proportion of caffeine in drinks comes from energy drinks. The caffeine can be up to 150 milligrams per 12 ounce. So really significant. Okay, so let's move forward. So what else did they found? So as I mentioned, they asked them to go and select the different type of snacks. And they said, oh, it's, you know, just go ahead and eat what you like. And what they found, interestingly, was that the group of teenagers that was consuming higher amounts of caffeine tended to eat more high-sugar, low-fat snacks compared to the group that had low caffeine. In addition to that, when they looked at their questionnaires, the food questionnaires that they had filled out, they found out that the group that had higher caffeine consumption had more total daily intake of food. Basically, they were consuming more calories in the day than the group that they had lower caffeine. Now, the question is, why did this happen? As I mentioned earlier, the source of caffeine, the main source of caffeine in teenagers is not from coffee. It comes from sodas and energy drinks. Those drinks not only have caffeine, but they also have sugar. So that could be one simple explanation because they go for caffeine, that is, they go for more sugar. That is one possible explanation. There is also another explanation, and that is that when you are having caffeine, you may reach out a high sugary snack. That's what this study suggests. Again, it's a small study. We can really generalize this conclusion to the whole population. However, it does give us some food for thought. So what I would like you to take away from this study is that re-examine the amount of caffeine that you're getting every day. And if you're a teenager listening to this, re-examine like what kind of choices of drinks do you reach for when you're looking to get for extra caffeine. This study showed also that boys tended to have higher consumption of caffeine because it was more important to them to get energy, to get a rest, to have better athletic performance compared to girls. Boys are at a little higher risk to get high caffeine consumption compared to girls. 
Now, this study had certain limitations that we need to take into consideration when we are analyzing this data. First of all, as I mentioned, it was a relatively small, medium-sized study, so really not too many people participated, but it's a good size for this type of study. But definitely we can just apply these results for to the general population, right? And also they did not have teenagers that participated that consume really significant amount of caffeine, like let's say 200, 300, 400 milligrams and see what the effects are. And as you mentioned, the average was around 150 milligram for boys and 110 for girls, so really not super, super high levels of caffeine. And also the majority of teenagers that participated in the study had normal weight. So we don't know what would happen if and how these choices would have been different in teenagers that had higher weight. However, I would say that it's even more interesting to see those uh, behaviors in children that don't really struggle with their weight because that tells you that the effects, if are even evident in all teenagers, or at least uh, teenagers that potentially have healthier habits than others, despite the fact that they consume caffeine. And in general, the recommendation from pediatricians is to always go for water. It is really the best source of hydration, not for uh, caffeinated beverages that also have a lot of sugar. I didn't go into details about the other physiologic responses they get, but they yes, they did get higher blood pressure and all that. But since the focus of this podcast is really the healthy habit and in particular eating habits, and we don't have much time, I wanted to focus on the aspects that have to do with healthier snack choices, sugar intake, and total intake of food. So that's all I had to present for you today. So my call to action and my take-home message for you today is, first of all, examine how much caffeine do you consume every day. And you can just decide to do this simple experiment. Let's just say you just write down every week all the drinks that you have, whether it is soda, energy drink, tea, chocolate, or coffee, and then make an average. What's your average consumption in a week? And if it's above 100 milligrams per day, I would encourage you to reconsider your intake and see how that may affect your routine and how that affect overall your healthy habits. I'm going to talk more about the effects of caffeine on uh, sleep and other aspects in future episodes. But if you are in the high consumer category of caffeine, pay attention also to your snack choices and especially pay attention to what do you actually reach for for snacks and does that study maybe apply to you and do you consume a lot of high sugar snacks along with your caffeine drink take care i hope you enjoyed this podcast and share it with your friends if you did bye for now if you enjoyed listening to this podcast i invite you to come check out the lift program 
It's Dr. Gorgory's 12-week coaching program for teens and their moms, where we take all this information, we apply it to your daily life, and we work together so your teenager learns how to create a healthy lifestyle so they can feel happier, more confident, less stressed, and love their body again. Visit the website at lifestyleforteens.com and click on the Work With Me and free resources to learn more about this program and get free help to start this journey right away. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of Lifestyle and Weight Loss for Teens.